Welcome to Shoalhaven Youth Local, a show where we focus on everything local in Shoalhaven. From current events and community groups, to local history and the best places to be, and even our favourite local personalities. We've got you covered. So if you ever wanted to know son, where to go or where to volunteer even, from a youth perspective, then listen in. You might be surprised by what's just outside your front door. You are listening to Youth Local with Winter, Yenye, Harley and Victoria. The first segment we are talking about today is the news articles. And we're beginning off, we're starting off with the state of the roads around, like locally in the Shoalhaven. The state of the roads are not great at the moment because of all the rain we've had in 2022 and this, like so far this year. And due to all the rain, the council has logged work on like 2,600 sites and are attempting to fix more than 250 kilometres of roads. It's like it's extreme with the amount of um, damage there's been to the roads. The roads, I have to admit, are extremely difficult to be to go on. Um, just the other day I was coming down into Mollymook to come home and... The potholes was extremely difficult to try and avoid. Um, I'd been out to Lake Conjola and there are some giant potholes out there in that way. And I've had reports from someone that I know who lives down in Manana um, and they're struggling with the potholes. Um, there's one where to actually avoid it, they have to go to the wrong side of the road because it's that big. That yeah, the potholes have so been annoying. extreme and, like, most of the stuff that's actually getting fixed is, like, the smaller ones. They're not filling the larger potholes. Well, like, and it's taking them forever to fill them in. Yeah. And the uh, p- the places that have been fixed, I've seen um, close to my house, we have a new road that's been built in because it was all potholey, potholey and there's already giant potholes in it. Yeah. It's just been fixed for like a I month. I think it's because like um, with the weather, it's been um, the council have had like, well, um, I'm going to start by saying like the council area is like really big. So they've got a lot of stuff that they've got to take care of and a lot of roads that they've got to fix. So um, by the time that they get to trying to fix the Milton Ulladulla area, then they fix it and then within a couple of weeks sometimes and the rain just comes back. Speaking of weather events, um, me and my brother, we were talking about earlier about how back in like the 1960s there was this massive tsunami that happened in Aladala. There was th- there was a massive earthquake in Chile so all of these waves like crashed into Australia including Aladala Harbour yeah. and flooded Batemans Bay as well. It lifted a boat out of a dry dock in Ulladulla Harbour, so it must have been, like, really high and tall and massive. And, like, even more interesting, it was the largest earthquake recorded in the 20th century, which is pretty surprising for a place that, like, we live in, an area that we live in. Now you're listening to local places that you should visit by Yenye. This week on local places, Funland. Funland is a very good place to go with friends and family. 
you got a lot of games like you got laser tag, you got dodsome cars, and you got a lot of cool uh, prizes you can win. The directions are on the Princess Highway next to Rowan's Arcade. It's very fun to go with your family and your friends. But be careful because it has a lot of bright lights if you have any epilepsy or anything to that. So what do you guys think? Well, kind of funny story on that. Like you mentioned bright lights, but um, I was there, um, I think it was like sometime towards the end of last year, I went with a couple of friends and we had, had a blackout while we were there. So everything just shut down and it was really funny. Because it was like, well, everything's just gone from bright to darkness. I think this was, must have been, like, not long after Halloween. They did a thing at Halloween, didn't they? they yeah, like, they did. I had some other friends who went to that. Yeah, it was really we were going to go, but then it wasn't on Halloween. We thought it was on Halloween. And yeah. it wasn't, sadly. Yeah. I think it was, like, before Halloween. Yeah. yeah. It's very bright in there. But it's also, like, really fun. There's some awesome, awesome games you can play and stuff. I love playing Laser Skirmish. And that's off on local places. It's very fun. You should check it out. It's cost only a little bit for, like, unlimited games, unlimited, unlimited passes. Go check that out. My name is Victoria and this is this week's Blast in the Past, all things local history. Well, like, speaking of local places. I've been researching Emma Cambridge, who was the first woman to climb Pigeon House Mountain, or rather the traditional name is Dithril. And um, she actually moved to Oladala or Boat Harbour, as it was called, um, in 1835 when she was five years old. And yeah, so she climbed Pigeon House Mountain in, I think it was like lace-up heels, petticoats, and, of course, during the time and the era, she had to wear a corset, which was, like, rather hard and made exercise That'd be excruciating. Difficult. Yeah, it did make it quite difficult for them. And they were just, like, um, they were using a rope during that time. And, like, you know how they've now got the ladders. And the stairs, yeah. 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 So it would have been incredibly difficult. And so she was the first female settler to get to the top, narrowly beating her dear friend Charlotte, um, who was the original owner of the Heritage Bakery. Um, this is really cool because usually women didn't have or didn't own and run businesses during that period, but Charlotte did. Um, Emma, on the other hand, did was in the background. She was more at home, taking care of her family and supporting her husband, who was the local blacksmith. Yes, and, of course, climbing mountains. Um, fun fact, um, her husband, John, was a convict and he is the only convict or ex-convict to be buried in the Sandridge Cemetery, which is where Emma is also buried. She lived quite a bit longer than him. Um, he was born in 1815 and died 1896, whereas Emma was born 1830 and died in 1916. So they were both in their 80s when they died. So they got to see a lot of change and modernisation throughout the years, which is pretty cool. Back, back to Ditho, um, I climbed it on my 
11th birthday. Whoa. It was very excruciating because we were the first ones there, so all the spider webs were Ooh. all out and on the track. So I've conquered my fear of spiders now. Was that before or after the bushfires? Um, I think, yeah, before. Yeah, because I've heard that since the bushfires, they have made some changes or something to make it easier to climb um, because I think some of it got burnt um, or at least some of the foliage, so a lot of the trees and stuff. Yeah. It seems to be a hell of a lot easier than <laughs> how Emma did it, climbing with the ropes. Do you scroll through the streaming services, not knowing what to watch? Welcome to the nerdy sci-fi movie, guys. Two nerds with a plan. To make sure that you... Watch the greatest films of all time. Basically, Marvel or Star Wars. Well... Could there be others, potentially? Nope. Okay, okay let's roll. Hello, guys. Today, we are going to be talking about Captain America, the first Avenger. Harley's going to express his thoughts first, and then I will express my thoughts. What did you think of the storyline, Harley? Did it make sense? Was it clunky? Did it make you think? Was it surprising? What do you think? Well... There was a lot going on in the movie, but it all flowed nicely and it made a lot of sense. It wasn't, like, confusing because everything you needed to know was said out loud by someone. So, and it all came together in the end nicely. Couldn't have said it better, my friend. What did you think of the special effects and the action? For me, it was great. Skinny Steve, skinny, Steve when he's skinny, like, looks real, very real. And the action with Cap and Red Skull was a lot of fun and the war parts were pretty entertaining. What did you think? Mm. Well, I I thought the same about the special effects as well. I thought, like, I thought, like, that it was, it was very good. It was, like, seamless and realistic, like... I don't know, what more can you say about CGI? Overall, how many rubber chickens would you give this movie, and why? You go first. Well, I think it was a 7 out of 10. It was a really good movie. Um, there wasn't much that I didn't like about it, but I just felt that it like it doesn't compare very well to the other movies, the bigger movies. Overall, for me, it was an 8 out of 10. Overall, it was fun and had nice visuals and and great characters and helped set up the MCU for the better. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, on to uh, the best joke in the film. For me, it was when Captain America was on the stage and everyone just threw tomatoes at him and when he said, I'll leave, everyone, um, some, one, some random person in the crowd said, you do that, darling. What did you think was the best track in the movie? I thought it was when he had to jump from the car to the plane and then there was a romantic moment where Peggy and Steve kissed each other but then the general guy that was sitting next to him turned around and said, I'm not kissing you. Good joke. Anyway, so thank you. That's it for today's review of the Captain America, the first Avenger released in 2000. And it was overall a really solid film and a very fun film. Uh, I think you would agree, right? Yeah. That's it on Nerdy Sci-Fi, guys. Peace out. Bye. Say bye. 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 Goodbye. May the force be with you always. So that's it for another week. Thanks for listening to our show. 
Shoalhaven Youth Local is a show dedicated to sharing local info about the Shoalhaven. From a youth perspective. If you want any information from the show, you can find it in our show notes at our podcast, Shoalhaven Youth Local. And don't forget to subscribe and share the show with all your favourite locals. Shoalhaven Youth Local is made possible with funding from the New South Wales Office of Communities and Justice. Catch you next time!